Today's episode is sponsored by Ugh. Today's episode is sponsored by Ugh. By Fuck It. Today's episode is spon- Today's episode is sponsored by Ugh. Today's sponsor is Ugh. By Fuck It. Because what's the point? You will die. Evil will always win because evil is high in carbohydrates and gluten is addictive. Ugh. By Fuck It. Please purchase some today. Oh, disclaimer, I do not uh, take responsibility for anything uh, that happens in or around my advice. I'll try to think of a more thorough disclaimer later, but that should do for now. For a reading, call 515-635-1671, then leave a message, or email tarotonight at gmail.com. Alright, holy crap, I am not sundowning, I am sundowned. This week, these two weeks, have taken just about everything out of me. Sometimes literally, um... I'm kind of exhausted. <laughs> this episode is going up a little late because I am e- 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 tired. Um, what's happened to me? Uh, what's the litanies of Job-like trials I have gone through? I've had to call AAA twice in two weeks. First time uh, I had to skip a day of work because my battery uh, would not start. And the reason my battery wouldn't start is because uh, I, I, I was not diligent about uh, closing the door. I think this is what happened. I was not diligent about closing the door, so the light stayed on, so the battery drained over the course of a couple days. Um, and the reason I was not diligent about closing the door is because I had food poisoning. That's the thing that happened. I had not uh, vomited in... Um, I don't know, two to four years? I'm, I'm not sure. I think since the last time I've had food poisoning. Um, this is really bad. I ended up going to the emergency room, which I probably didn't need to. That was probably an overreaction, but I hadn't been this sick in uh, years, so I was a little frightened. Drove myself to the emergency room, which is only about uh, three blocks from where I live, um, in case you want to hunt me down, pinpoint me that way. So yeah, I went to the emergency room, and that's going to cost me a lot. Didn't even get the IV that they were going to give me because uh, the nurse who drew my blood, uh, she had a very good demeanor, I liked her, I trusted her, but the nurse who was going to give me the IV uh, was uh, kind of irritated seeming, and uh, I did not trust her. So I left before they could give me that, and I got my pills, which I took one or two, I don't know if they helped, probably helped me sleep. That's going to cost me a lot of money. Try not to think about that right now, uh, that emergency room visit. Uh, and then, um, maybe a week later, uh, I got locked out of my car. I spent the day building snowmen because I couldn't think of anything else to do. I've been very directionless lately, possibly because of all this stuff. And uh, after building snowmen, I was going to go uh, pick something up. Uh, but I couldn't because I locked myself out of my car. 
with the keys in the car, mind you. So the car was running for hours, just sitting in the in my parking spot, uh, in front of my house, in my driveway, in front of, I mean, the apartment I rent in this house, in this driveway that I'm renting. So that really sucked. I had to call AAA, and apparently I've used up all of my AAAs for this year. I won't get any more until March. Or, I mean, I will, but I'll have to pay for them. So that sucked, and the holidays uh, took a lot out of me. I mean, Hanukkah was already done, but then during Christmas I took uh, the family to uh, uh, my my brother, my uh, sister-in-law, uh, my mom, my dad, to the new Star Wars movie, which I was actually kind of underwhelmed by, but... um. I was also still recovering from from food poisoning, so I'm going to give it another shot later. Had a lot of expectations. Um, for example, uh, how big is the first order? That really uh, fucking bugged me. Um, uh, is the first order is the remnants of the uh, of the evil empire? How big are they? How many do we got? Uh, we destroyed the empire. Um, how they have the resources to build that thing? Uh, why was the guy who uh, defected from being a stormtrooper? Why was, did he seem like he'd exited any American high school uh, and was totally not traumatized from a life of uh, of uh, brainwashing? Anyway, I got a lot of complaints, but I'm gonna watch it again before I complain too much. Um, but yeah, this week just took these these two weeks just took a lot out of me. So that's why this episode is late. That's why uh, I feel kind of like, uh, ugh. Again, I've just felt very directionless lately. But such is my burden. The show. Let's talk about the show. Originally three questions, but the episode looks like it'll be running long, so I think I'm going to cut one of those and just do two questions. So it's all going to be Sammy. Um, from the Flophouse forum, I asked if anybody wanted a tarot reading, and one person uh, did. After a little bit of uh, light bullying on my part, I got her to call the voicemail. So we've got Sammy from the Flophouse forum uh, on the voicemail. And uh, I uh, got two questions from her. Um, So what are we waiting for? Let's just do this. Let's jump in. You know, the the sooner, sooner, the (laughs) the sooner we get started, the sooner this year will be over which is very soon indeed. Let's put this year in the fucking past. I mean, where else were we going to put it? But let's make sure we put it there. Let's make a commitment to. Let's get started. Uh, The sound on this reading might be a little weird um, because I am currently... Uh, biking on my stationary bike. I got home. Um, I got this. Uh, I knew I had this reading. I knew I had this Google voicemail to do a reading, and I was excited. I was at my parents' for dinner, and I was excited all throughout uh, uh, doing my laundry, uh, in, which is when I got it. I was actually at the laundromat. Not important. When I was at the laundromat, I got the message, uh, and then I was all excited through dinner to get home and do this reading. And then when I got home. All I wanted to do was get on my stationary bike, and I was kind of sad because I knew I would have to wait until I started editing to get on my stationary bike. That I would have to record this first, but I'd wanted to record this, so I and I knew if I recorded this first, I would uh, maybe not have energy to be on the stationary bike later. So it would ruin both things. So I decided to do this reading 
while pedaling on my stationary bike. And I feel fine. Um, let's see. This reading is for Sammy. Uh, Sammy responded to a post that I posted on the Flophouse forum. Uh, uh, she's the only person who responded. She liked it. Uh, she liked the post, and the post was asking, "Hey, does anybody want any? Uh, does anybody want a tarot reading?" Uh, and I had other plans this week than hitting up the Flophouse forum, but uh, they fell through because of my physical ailments, the ailments with my car, the ailments with my time. That is to say, the holidays. So I kind of. I kind of ran a little short on this episode. Anyway, Sammy responded. Thank you, Sammy. Uh, with a like, and then I messaged her, asking her if she was liking the, the concept of tarot readings or if she would like a tarot reading. She said she was liking the concept, but she would like a tarot reading. Then I gave her this number, and then she called. And uh, uh, hours later, now I'm on a stationary bike, about to answer it. Um, I was a little worried that the exhausted uh, voice and the uh, bike sounds might uh, impact this reading negatively, but I don't think that's the case, because um, if memory serves me, I believe that the Flophouse, uh, the, the bad movie podcast, is recorded with all three with all three uh, Flophouse members running at full speed on treadmills. And you can never tell unless you listen for it, which I do. All right, let's listen to her call. Hi, my name is Sammy, and I am calling to request a tarot card reading. Um, I am a little bit about me. I'm 25. I live in uh, west of Midwestern city, um, about a mid-sized city um, that's kind of booming right now. I am... Um, working in kind of a dead-end desperation job that I grabbed after getting laid off. I guess um, I'm, I'm a creative. I'm a writer. Um, I love to read. I love bad movies. I uh, have hosted a couple of podcasts and really enjoy being funny and making people laugh. Um, I I guess my question is is I've been kind of drifting. Um, ever since I left college and um and when I was in college I, I was kind of just in college to be in college and I really enjoyed studying when I studied English and philosophy. And um I never really had like a sense of direction after graduating and um I've been single for four years. I have um really done a lot of work on myself. Um but I I'm just wondering if 2016 is the year that I finally find some direction. Um, so, hope you can help with that. Thanks. Oh, Sammy, I hope I can help with that as well. Real quick, aside, I want to say that I attribute any weirdness uh, I direct at you in this call to the fact that the last girl named Sammy that I knew uh, was a girl I went to high school with who I was uh, both... Uh, kind of attracted to and kind of put off by she was uh she was a uh, she had a bit of a, a bit of a stomach but she would wear uh very tight t-shirts which uh both uh, drew me in and disturbed me uh because it was like she can't be doing that because that's against the rule 
Anyway, um, that's not how I feel. That's just how I felt. Now, uh, I've decided uh, I will uh, do your reading. I'm going to distill your reading in, in, in the form of uh, Will Sammy Find Her Meaning in 2016? Now, to examine that, I uh, have laid out five cards. Now, the first four cards are looking at the odds that you will find your meaning in 2016. And the fifth card is looking at what your meaning might be. Now, let's look at the first card. Ooh, the first card is pointed away from you. Uh, that indicates that you, uh, that card does not feel you will find your meaning. Um, and that card is the Ten of Wands. The Ten of Wands represents overextension, uh, uh, struggle, burden. Uh, this is one that comes up in a lot of my readings, um, or maybe I'm just pattern biasing it uh, more than other cards because <laughs> I identify with it. I know um, I've had Sammy, I'm going to project on to you a little bit as I do with most of the people I do readings. I've had a lot of trouble finding my meaning in 2015 and 2014, and perhaps for the uh, 29 years uh, prior to this point right now. But um, I do know uh, I uh, I've been overextended, overextended uh, uh, with sickness. I got food poisoning uh, that uh, fucked me up for about an entire week. Um, I had overextension financially. I had to buy a new car, and now I'll have to pay off that uh, that uh, emergency room uh, fee, uh, which it will not be uh, nothing. And uh, overextended time-wise, uh, holidays, have to do stuff for that. Well, I didn't have to, I chose to. But still, you know, even if it's a choice, it takes up time. So I, I identify with this, um, with this card, that's, that with these things that are in the way. Uh, uh, something is burdening you. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, you're, you have a bit of struggle. And overextension. Maybe, are there? Is there anything you can cut out of your life right now? Um, any any overextension? Uh, that is, this overextension is what will be in the way. Uh, one of the things that will be in the way of you finding your meaning. So try to figure out what that is. How are you stretching a little bit too far? You're a writer. You're a creative type. You do podcasts. I can identify with all of that. Uh, I remember Malcolm from a previous episode. Uh, he had a lot of things he wanted to do, a lot of things he's doing. I know overextension can really stop us in our place. Let's look at your next card. Oh, I'm sorry. The next card is pointed away from you as well. It is the Eight of Pentacles. Now, the Eight of Pentacles represent diligence, detail, and knowledge. And because this is pointed away from you, I think it's a lack of these that will uh, hurt you from finding your meaning. Lack of knowledge. Well, obviously, you're looking for your meaning. You don't know what your meaning is. Diligence. Um, I'm trying to remember what the formal definition of diligence is. Um, in this card I drew, it's represented by the big-headed guy, big head, representing knowledge. Uh, he's looking... It's not really a gendered character, except... 
it has a tie. Anyway, uh, looking down at his watch uh, to represent that he's on time for things. Uh, diligence. Um, I know I have a lot of time being on time for things. Maybe if I was on time more often, I would find my meaning. Maybe if you were on time more often, you'd find your meaning. Couldn't hurt. Probably won't hurt. Except I'm kind of pathological about not showing up on time because, or not showing up early, which often makes me show up late because I didn't plan on early, showing up early. I just really hate showing up at a place and um, standing around awkwardly forever, which seems to be a very large portion of my life. And detail. You don't have the details. You don't have the fine details to figure out what your meaning is. So maybe try to look closer at things. Look at the details. You're missing the details. Uh, you're, perhaps uh, you're missing the trees for the forest. Ignore the forest. Look at the trees. I hope that metaphor helped you. Let's look at the next card. Oh, it's pointed towards you. I'm happy about that. And it is a major arcana card. Ooh, so it's more powerful than the last two. Those were, the last two were minor arcana which means they are less powerful, and this one is Major Arcana, which means it's more powerful. Major and minor, don't, probably don't need to say that, but, you know. And it is the star. That's a nice one. Uh, the star represents hope, renewal, spirituality, and inspiration, and this is pointed towards you. And these are the things I think you will have this year, or I think the card thinks you will have this year. This card is represented by a fairy. The fairy represents spirituality, and the fairy is holding a plug. The plug represents uh, renewal. Uh, the fairy is about to plug the plug into a wall. The plug is connected to a dark cloud with a silver lining, representing hope. And also on the cloud, there's a power symbol, again, representing renewal. Oh, also the uh, fairy is holding up her finger in a sort of aha gesture, like, I figured it out, representing inspiration. So look forward to that. You're gonna have trouble focusing on details, you're gonna be overextended and burdened, but you will have inspiration. You will have hope, maybe some semblance of spirituality. You didn't mention if you're a religious person, but I don't know, like most people, maybe you're searching for something and you don't know quite what it is. Unlike my little brother who lives in LA, I don't feel afraid to tell you to maybe look inside spiritually because there's, there's so many fewer cults in the Midwest where you, where you said you live. Although this is an up and coming city, so it might have some up and coming cults. So yeah, I know sometimes when I'm inspired, I, I have too many things that I can't focus on any one of them because focusing on one would be rejecting all the others. If I write that novel, I can't write that screenplay. If I write that screenplay, I can't um, make that giant totem out of uh, human body parts. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen was introduced as the, was announced as the villain of the new uh, Doctor Strange movie, so I've got Hannibal on my mind, hence the body part totem. Alright, let's look at the fourth card. Oh, I'm sorry, the fourth card is pointed away from you, and that is the Two of Wands. 
This might be the... I think this is the first time the Two of Wands has showed up for a uh, reading that I've done. Oh, that can't possibly be true. But first time in a while. My pattern bias has not been paying attention to that Two of Wands. The Two of Wands represents personal power, boldness, and originality. Um, and this is pointed away from you. So I'm thinking, I don't think you're going to lack originality because you will have inspiration according to the previous card, and that card is stronger than this card. So let's focus on boldness and personal power. You might lack a bit of that. You might lack a bit of boldness, although you sound a bit bold. I mean, you've hosted podcasts, that's a bit bold. Uh, these burdens you will face, these struggles you will face, this overextension you will face, you know, so keep going back to that card. That card always draws me. I think these things will sap your personal power. You know, they say, I, I read some headline about some study somewhere about how we have a only a certain amount of patience in us. Uh, and, at the, and after that, it's sapped. And we're out of patience, or was it empathy? I don't remember. But when you're overextended, well, you just don't have anything left at the end, do you? Okay, so we've got three cards that say you will not find your meaning in 2016. These cards reflect uh, a struggle to find details, a struggle to be on time for things, uh, a struggle to, um, to, to find that personal power uh, weighing down from burdens and harm from overextension, or exhaustion from overextension. So that sucks, and those are the things that'll be in your way, according to these three cards. Now I know that's three cards against, one card for, so it seems like there's a 75% chance you won't find your meaning in 2016. I gotta tell you, I don't think those odds are that bad. You know, if, uh, if you had a 25% chance of uh, uh, surviving a deadly disease, then you wouldn't jump off the bridge, would you? That's 25%. That's one in four. But that is deceptive, because the one card that says you will find your meaning is the star. It's a major arcana. These three are all minor arcana. The major arcana says you will have inspiration says you will have spirituality. It says you will experience hope and renewal. And within this hope, within this renewal, you will find your meaning. If you do. I mean, these other three cards say you won't. And don't feel bad if you don't. I remember age 25 was about a year after uh, I was coming out of my mental uh, breakdown. And, uh... I'll tell you this, uh, antidepressants helped me uh, quite a bit, still do to this day. Um, so that was a big step I took, they're not for everybody. Uh, haven't been helping uh, some people I know who are struggling, but they helped me. Uh, now let's look at the fifth card. The fifth card is your meaning card, I've decided, or we've decided. I feel like you're in this with me. Now perhaps the reason you won't find meaning in 2016 is because you will find meaning in 2015 when this is going to air. 
I mean, unless I fall off the spike and hurt myself. Which is not an unrealistic possibility. Let's look at this card. Ooh, it's pointed towards you. That's nice. Although I'm not sure if that means anything. But, um, in this context. But it is the Page of Cups. <sighs> now, the Page of Cups represents... Uh, or the Page of Cups tells you to be things. Page cards tell you to be things. So I've got four B's on here. Uh, be emotional, be intuitive, be intimate, and be loving. So, what's that mean? Your meaning will be found in being emotional. It will be found in being intuitive. Which I always thought is a bit weird. I mean, how do you tell someone to be intuitive. You can tell someone to listen to their intuitions, but you can't just tell someone to have intuitions. Although that is what I am telling you right now. I'm telling you to be intuitive. Maybe right now you're not so intuitive. We'll knock it off. Be intuitive. It's what the card says, and it's what I'm telling you to do. You can't see this, but I'm pointing at the corner of my room and imagining that you're there. So just feel that. You, you right there, be intuitive and be intimate. Now how would that correlate to your meaning? Perhaps, you know, like a lot of people, you'll find your meaning not in someone else, like someone else will be your meaning, but someone else you are intimate with will help you find your meaning. It says be loving. That's easy to turn bitter. I'm uh, uh, quite bitter quite often, but uh, don't do that. Be loving. Uh, your your meaning will not be found in hate. If this card this card's pointing towards you, if this part card is pointing away from you, I would be telling you not to be loving, to either be hateful, although hate's not the opposite of love, apathy is, and don't be intimate, be cold, don't be intuitive, uh, be whatever the opposite of that is. Be unemotional, logical, uh, but that's not what the card says. The card is pointed towards you, so I want you to be intimate. I want you to open yourself up, and I want you to love, be loving. Or, I mean, I, the card, wants you to do those things. <laughs> Keep going back to be intuitive. Be more intuitive. Be more psychic. Be less not psychic. You know? Knock that off. Maybe try putting some LED lights around your bathtub, should you have a bathtub. And actually, definitely don't do that. That sounds dangerous. So I hope that was helpful. For a reading, call 515-635-1671, then leave a message, or email tarotonight at gmail.com. All right, I am still on the treadmill. I have a little under four miles to go. I've been on here for a while, going at a pretty leisurely pace because I'm also doing a lot of stuff with my hands, which means that my butt is hurting considerably more because of my shifting and inconsistent posture. And also because I, I got on this thing with a pair of corduroy pants without underwear because I did laundry today and I had no underwear left that was even clean enough to wear between me and these pants. None of this is about you. Uh, and who are you? You're Sammy and you called again. Hi, it's Sammy again. I am calling with a follow-up question. I don't know if that's how this works. 
but I'm doing it. Uh, I also am going on a trip in, gosh, a little bit more than two weeks now um, to, and I'm on this trip, I'm going to meet a lot of people that I have known only on the internet for about a year and a half. And I don't know. I just wanted to see if the cards had anything to say about this trip because I really want it to go well. Um, and I don't know. I just thought I would throw that out there. Thank you, Sammy. You asked uh, if this is how this works, and, uh, well, it's not, so I'm going to have to turn all the cards that are towards you away from you, and then I'm going to have to uh, take a bunch of frozen ribs, put them in a sack, tell an old lady that her dog is in the sack, then beat the sack with a metal baseball bat over and over again, until the old lady has a severe asthma attack because she thinks I'm beating her dog to death, but I've hidden her inhaler, so she dies. And I don't want to do that, Sammy, but it's what you brought me to. Which reminds me, I, I really, I've been wanting to see The Paperboy, not the one with Zac Efron, an earlier made-for-TV movie called The Paperboy, in which what I describe happens. Sorry, that was a spoiler. Okay, Sammy, for your question... I have laid out seven cards. I'm going to try to go through these pretty quickly because seven is a lot of cards. Um, this is a travel spread. Now you're going on a trip with people you've known only off the internet, which uh, terrifies me, but uh, you have known them for a year and a half on the internet. Uh, so uh, that's not bad. I mean, that's not terribly impulsive. I am very worried for you, and I'm sure me saying that doesn't help. I should be more supportive, uh, which is what I'm going to do. I found a uh, travel uh, reading, a travel tarot spread on the internet. It is from thetarotroom.com, and it is called Travel Tarot Spread. Now, because I'm going to be supportive to you, Sammy, uh, I have not turned, I have not modified every single one of these cards to ask, uh, like, Card one, will I be put into the trunk of a car? Card two, will I be put into the hole in the side of a tree? Card three, will I be forced to dig my own grave? Um, because I'm being supportive, Sammy. And yeah, my agoraphobia shouldn't hurt you. Nor should these strangers. Watch your fucking back. But that's not what the cards say, as far as I know. The travel tarot spread, uh... Let's look at the first card. The first card asks, what should be a priority on this trip? Let's look at that. This is the four. I had to think about it because it's a Roman numeral. It is the four of swords. The four of swords represents uh, contemplation, represents rest, it represents measurement, uh, measuring twice. Uh, let's see. So yeah, uh, focus on rest. Focus on contemplating. Perhaps this trip will help you find your meaning. Should I remind you that being intimate and being loving uh, are uh, things that either will be involved in your meaning or will point you towards it. The cards are vague and mysterious, as I always quote uh, that character from that episode of The Simpsons. Quiet contemplation. So yeah, take some time for yourself on this trip. 
I know you're going on a trip with other people, but your focus, according to this, should be rest. Your focus should be careful planning. Your focus should be quiet contemplation. At least that's what the card says. No, wait a second. This card is pointed away from you. Which means these are all things you should avoid. I'm so sorry, Sammy. I almost threw you right off a cliff. Hopefully only metaphorically, unlike these strangers you're going to meet on the internet. Again, I'm sorry. It's late at night. I'm on a stationary bike. The mind goes certain places. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about Hannibal. Um, so yeah, don't rest. Be impulsive. Don't rest. Get out there. Do things. Contemplation. Don't worry about shit. Just, you know experience and quiet preparation um i'm not going to tell you not to prepare during this trip this is these are things you should focus on you should focus on either loud preparation or quiet spontaneity like a poisonous snake quiet preparation on this card is represented by a tape measure with two tape measure things coming out of it because measure twice and it's also got a hand that's holding up to its mouth in a sort of shh. Now the second card examines how can I best focus my attention there and that card is the Seven of Wands. The Seven of Wands represents conviction. The Seven of Wands represents uh, defiance. Now, the way you can best focus on not overly contemplating, according to this card, the way you can best focus on your quiet spontaneity or your loud preparation is by being defiant. It's by uh, standing by your convictions and being aggressive with them. I think this card also represents aggression. So, uh, go ham. Going ham, or hard as a motherfucker, uh, which is what I believe that phrase means, uh, is what you want to do on this trip to best focus your energy. Just fucking go hard. Hard as the hood you're from. Now the third card looks at challenges that you should be aware of. Man, my ass hurts. <laughs> Word to the wise. Do not uh, bike slowly over the course of about an hour and a half uh, without underwear and corduroy pants. Jesus Christ. Next card. Okay, the next card is the Nine of Pentacles. And it is pointed away from you. Now, challenges. Uh, a lack of discipline. This card represents discipline, but it's pointed away from you. So this card indicates a lack of discipline might be a challenge. A lack of uh, self-reliance. And a lack of refinement. Watch out for that. Watch out. Challenges. The challenge you face will be undisciplined. The challenge you face will be unrefined. Perhaps from how hard as a motherfucker you will be going. Because I see, I believe all the advice prior to this point has not been encouraging you to be uh, refined. But that will also be a challenge. So watch out for that. Try to be disciplined in your, uh, in your heart as a motherfucking. 
and try to rely on yourself because you're going to have trouble relying on yourself according to this card. That's a challenge you might face. Or someone else might have trouble relying on themselves. You will face someone or something, be it yourself or someone else, who is unrefined, undisciplined, and cannot rely on themselves. So you may have to carry them or let them go. That's really up to you. The next card looks at, ooh, ooh, this is one I'm excited about, a hidden gift to look for. That's such a nice way to look at a trip, you know, because there's always hidden gifts, like, oh, that cool cafe you visited, or when I was in Boston as a, a teenager with uh, my parents, uh, there was a shop we passed called The Fishmonger, and all the people working there had these cool shirts that were black, and they just had a white uh, fish skeleton, like the kind that uh, uh, you would see cats uh, eat in their garbage-style restaurants in alleyways and cartoons, you know? Uh, which always confused me, because sometimes in those cartoons, the cats would be like, this is fine dining, and all the cats would seem to agree, yeah, this is fine dining. And then some of the other versions, uh, Garfield's date would be offended by it, as if, like, I mean, she would also be a cat, but she would be like, this is not fine dining, you've just got a bunch of your buddies to serve us trash. And she wouldn't be okay with it. But I guess that makes sense in terms of cats. Cats are like that. Sometimes they're cool with eating trash, and sometimes they're not. As are people, I suppose. Anyway, that's, no, that's nothing to do with you. Let's look at the hidden treasure you'll find. Oh, anyway, I bought... Turns out they were selling the cool shirts with the fish skeleton on it, so I bought one, which I have to this day. That was a hidden treasure I found. Ooh, it's pointed towards you, and it's a major arcana card. Now... This hidden treasure, um, this is the emperor. The emperor represents uh, regulation. The emperor represents father figures. The, ugh, the emperor represents solid foundation and structure. So this hidden gift might remind you of your father. Or might be just a sort of paternal type thing. Maybe a bear. I pictured a bear when I thought that. First I pictured a hairy uh, man, human, and then I pictured an actual bear. That's, that's not how these readings work. The things I picture are not relevant to you, but I just wanted to share that. This will be a well-structured thing, though, with a solid foundation, and it'll be regulated. So somewhere, maybe it'll be a cop. I don't know. But your hidden gift will have a strong foundation. Maybe it'll be a building. Maybe an abandoned building. But one that's still, you know, got a real solid foundation. And well structured. So watch out for that. Watch out for structure. Father figures. And regulation. Now the next card represents... What can you learn on your trip? Now this is important. I hope it's your meaning. These cards did not say you definitely won't find your meaning. It just said, you know, maybe not. You didn't say meaning, did you? You said purpose. Oh well. Okay, it is the Two of Pentacles. Now what can you learn 
it's pointed towards you so these are all th uh, things that you can learn not things to avoid learning fun do you need to learn how to have fun I think we can even if we all know how to have fun we can always learn how to have fun again you don't have to be Robert De Niro Michael Douglas or um, not Martin Freeman who am I trying to think of anyway you don't have to wait until your last resort to learn to have fun again you don't have to wait until your last Vegas the two of pentacles represents fun it represents juggling uh, and it represents flexibility now these could be metaphors or they could be literal it'd be pretty cool if after drawing this card for you you told me that someone on this trip taught you to juggle or taught you how to be a contortionist you know how to be more flexible though I tend to read these as metaphors um, though they don't have to be okay quick side note quick side note unrelated everyone always talks shit about jugglers everyone talks shit about jugglers but let me tell you something about jugglers one time I was seeing uh, Childish Gambino his opening act had to drop out or whatever and they got a guy who is a comedic juggler to fill in and let me tell you something that man's act was fucking solid he was funny and you know what juggling is cool to look at and it's hard to do also, he was on a giant uh, uh, one-wheel thingamajig. You know what I'm talking about. I think I made my point. Now, the next card is, what can you teach? Now, this is very interesting. Because so far, we've been looking at what, this, what does this trip have to offer you? But now we're looking at what do you have to offer this trip? I think that's very important. Let's look at that. Ooh, it's pointed towards you. Ooh, it's one of my favorite cards, too. It's the devil. The devil, as represented by a slightly feminine but mostly sexually ambiguous uh, character who I drew as sexy as I can. Uh, the devil represents material things. The, rep the devil represents addiction and bondage and gender. So that's what you can teach. And this is a major arcana card. So what will you teach? You'll teach something material. So uh, You didn't mention much in the way of material things, except that you're working a job you don't like, uh, although which might involve materials. You didn't say that it doesn't. And you're going to be going hard as a motherfucker. Maybe you'll teach people how to be addicted to these things. This card, teach people about gender? Hmm. I should have asked you some more personal questions. What you teach people will be related to gender. Perhaps... You, st you said you um, sort of flitted around college. I know I, I did the same. Uh, perhaps you took a gender studies class. I started one right before I dropped out. I liked the gender studies class. It was not why I dropped out. Although, I mean, I only attended the one, uh, uh, one thing before I dropped out. Are you good with money? Is that what you'll teach people? Or are you just good at spending it? Maybe that's what you'll teach people. Now, bondage can be um, a metaphor. Uh, it could be, uh, you can teach people how to really tie themselves to something. Or it can be literal. Maybe you could teach people how to tie themselves to things. I've drawn the devil uh, smoking two cigarettes with a third in his or her hands, which are tied. Wearing kind of a sports bra type thing that could also be sort of a half shirt. Maybe. Some sort of sportswear. Yeah, whatever you have the t to teach 
is related to the devil, and the devil is related to material things and bondage, metaphorically or literally. I think these cards can go either way, much like the devil, much like myself. Uh, gender, material things. Yeah, I like this card. Let's look at your last card. Your last card, how to best enjoy yourself and make this trip happy, smooth, and safe. Just like the type of peanut butter, I do not prefer. Let's look at that. That's a terribly important card, isn't it? Okay, this is the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords represents mental force, justice, truth, and fortitude. And it's pointed towards you, so these are things you need to do to make this trip safe, smooth, and to enjoy it. You need to use mental force. It's weird, I've told you not to concentrate on other things. Maybe you need to concentrate on not concentrating. I know that sounds contradictory, but... The card wouldn't have said it if it isn't exactly what you need to do. I do hope you listen to the disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. Now, fortitude, hang in there. Be strong through adversity. Justice. Don't falsely accuse anyone of anything. Um, track down people who have wronged people in the thing. Hmm. Truth. Be truthful. Be yourself. I know, personally, I often have an inclination to lie uh, about myself when meeting a new person, but I've noticed that always, um, I don't actually have that much of an inclination to do that anymore, because I'm really fucking bad at it. Uh, so yeah, but don't do that. Be truthful. Mental force. Have fortitude. This trip will test you. You're meeting people you've never met in person. I think if I listen to your car, car, if I listen to your call right, and these are the things you need: fortitude, you need justice, and you need truth and mental force to make this trip smooth, happy. Skippy, Peter Pan, Jiff, and to enjoy yourself. I do hope that was helpful. I know you've been very helpful uh, to me uh, with your question. So I do hope this reading was helpful to you. Final thoughts. I guess one of my final thoughts is I'm sorry for talking so much about serial killer stuff. And I really regret how much my butt hurts. I don't really regret that. It doesn't hurt that much yet. Alright, Sammy. I got a little bit more than a mile left. So I think I'm going to keep doing that while I think about your call. And I don't know where I'm going. Alright, Sammy. I've got about a mile left in my journey. And I know you've got a lot more in yours, so good luck out there. For a reading, call 515-635-1671, then leave a message, or email tarotonight at gmail.com. And that was the show. Thank you for listening. It's It's meant quite a bit to me, even though, I mean, obviously this is a recording, I can't tell if you're listening, uh, and at the time of recording this, there is no SoundCloud file for me to look at to see how many people have listened, but don't think that means that I don't feel you listening to this, and don't think that means I'm not being a little creepy about it. Thank you for having joined me. You're one of the good ones, whatever thing you are.